Welcome to Breaking Silos. We are an interdisciplinary student-run podcast that exists to foster interdisciplinary development in higher education. We think that this goal can be achieved by breaking the academic silos and by showcasing interdisciplinary ideas, conversations, and by providing professional development for graduate students with the ultimate goal of preparing them for solving real-world problems in academia or industry. I'm your co-host, Prakrit, and I'm a graduate student studying neurobiology with a focus in genomics, and I'm accompanied by my co-host, Scott, who is a third-year PhD student studying high-energy astrophysics. Well, welcome to this episode of Breaking Silos. We hope you enjoy this. So I've, I've applied to, uh, I think, two travel grants, and I've gotten both, here in-house uh, through the graduate student government uh, at Clemson. And you know, for our listeners, basically Clemson has this in-house grant where you can apply for, uh, they give you a rubric, uh, and basically, in my opinion, if you follow the rubric and do the things that are said <laughs> in the rubric, you get the travel grant. Now, they have some sort of, like, every department has to have some representation, you know, maybe I'm getting the advantage because there's, you know, 10 people in, or 80 people in physics and astronomy or something like that. But nonetheless, they, uh, they make it pretty clear, follow this rubric, and you'll basically get the grant. And uh, not only that, they, like, put on these, like, workshops or, like, uh, uh, the, the Career Center has a few or gr- Grad360 has a couple events, like, what is the travel grant? What can it be used for? You know, maybe we can like do a rough draft writing session or something. So there's a lot of resources here at Clemson, and I think there's three seasons. There's a fall, spring, and summer, and so you can basically apply, and you have to do it this sort of the season before. So you have to apply in the summertime to get the fall one, apply in the fall one to get the spring one, and I think there's one coming up in a few weeks mm-hmm. to get the to get the summer one. And it's cool because it's also you can apply for an event or like a conference or a, a summer school that you might not have been accepted into yet. And then here's the other wrinkle, where when you apply, you actually grade five others, I think, uh, five other grants. So the, the, it's you and everybody else applying who uh, are grading everybody else's, and you do so with the rubric that was given mm-hmm. to you when you filled it out. And so I'm curious, Matt, I'd like to turn it over to you. Uh, you said you served... Uh, as, as so I was a senator for the GSG representing biological sciences, right? So I got okay. to listen to the people who ran the travel grant committee talk about how it all worked. Um, just judging by their tone of voice, I would say follow the rubric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even if they're not the ones who are actually evaluating it, right? Um, they have to deal with people that are complaining about, I got points off potentially for this. And it's like, well, we have to go look at the rubric, don't we? Like, <laughs> what did you say? Did yeah. you not say this? Okay. Yeah. I actually had to stand up for a grad student. I had to stand up for a graduate student in biological sciences who complained to me about not getting the travel grant. And I had to bring it up at the, at the Senate meeting, right? And then the person's like, I know exactly who you're talking about, and this is what happened. <laughs> and I was like, well, okay, that's I guess so. Uh, that's so uncomfortable. Okay, well, I, 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 I'm the senator. I'm supposed to do this, right? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> And then yeah. you just get flamed. Oh, <laughs> uh, they weren't mad at oh, me, okay. right? Like, I made it clear. Like, yeah, so one of my people wanted me to bring yeah, this yeah, up. Yeah. Like, they wanted to know what happened. But so the one thing that you said, and we've all made it pretty clear at this point, follow the rubric. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I've, I've gotten eight of these things, I think, at this point, oh, right? Yeah. And 
follow the rubric within, you know, the second point is be extremely explicit in how you're, the, whatever you're doing is going to help you, right? So like, here's an example, right? Because that's not very useful to say already up front. But mm -hmm. an example of that would be, okay, so I need to go to this graduate conference, They're like, so I can network. Not a very strong thing. What are you trying to do? Well, you know, I need to get a postdoc. All the leaders in my field are going to be at this conference. My and I, this is the conference provides me an opportunity not only to present my research to them, which is my introduction as a potential postdoc candidate, but it allows me then to talk to them afterwards. And without that opportunity, my postdoc uh, options are going to be very slim. So this is the critical next step in my career as a graduate student is going to this conference and setting up my postdoc. Much better than I need to network, <laughs> exactly. right? So, I mean, that's like the real key because you know, everyone, people can follow the rubric and not write a good proposal still, mm -hmm. but follow the rubric first and foremost because you, mm -hmm. you tank otherwise. But even right? I think the rubric says you get a higher rating if you have uh, more than one reason to go. And I think their example is something like, you know, uh, I'm a history major. I'm going to be able to, uh, you know, uh, meet other historians. And that's like, you know, level, you know, get three points for that. But you get five points if, oh, I get to meet other historians and review primary and secondary documents with them, helping me to learn the techniques that real historians use in the field, right? It's like this... Don't just say something, you know, defend it and, and show how it's going to grow. And then what you were saying, because that will help me become, like, have the tool kit to, you know, turn into a, a real-life historian myself or whatever, right? Exactly what you were saying is that, you know, don't just say something, you know, say something, defend it, and how it will relate to both your professional and or academic career. Because ultimately, we call it the travel grant, but really it's a professional development grant, mm -hmm. right? Really, it's I'm traveling to do something, but everything in the rubric is about how it's going to advance you academically and professionally. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, there's like how does Clemson benefit from it, mm -hmm. right? Which you know that's sometimes a harder you know thing to fill out than than the other ones. But it's a professional development grant, and you have to sell how the event you're going to is going to advance you academically and professionally, and you need to be explicit about that. Mm -hmm. You know, sure. I get to present my research to leaders in my field. I've read that a thousand times. Yeah. Okay, we are, we're all doing that. <laughs> like, yeah. what, what are you doing that's going to, you know, how is this going to help you get to your career goals, you know? Like, mm -hmm. so what do you say? Because you've applied for this. Both of you have applied for this. What do you all talk about when it comes to... I have never applied for one of these. Oh, okay. Oh, what do you talk about when it's like, how does Clemson benefit from this? Because usually oh. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go take a, 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 a seminar on teaching undergrads, and then it's going to make me a better TA. Or I usually oh, say something like I, that. That's going to be a good idea. Yeah, I... Uh, so I've been lucky enough to, I guess, move to a, a research assistantship, so I, I, I haven't had a thought, think about tying it into to Tiang, but usually what I approach that one with, um, and for our listeners, um, the how Clemson will benefit is is actually probably like the lowest valued thing. Right? Yeah, it's important it's, to point that out. It's right, right, it's like, yeah. you know, um, it, it's weighted less. Uh, it's still important. If you're missing it, it can make the difference between you maybe getting the cutoff based on how everybody else uh, you know, grades you, but, uh, but it's still important to include, and it's not too bad. And so what I usually do is, right, it's, it's easier to, um, and it's true that, so at this conference, this high-energy conference I'm attending, other schools like MIT, Stanford, or whatnot, or you know, UC Berkeley are there. And so if you can make a case to be like, Clemson being represented at the same location that these schools are being represented at increases, you know, the, almost like the, the 
academic clout, right, is, is maybe one thing you could say. It gives more attention to Clemson is another thing is you go into this conference and, oh, I have a poster which will be seen by 400 people at this conference is basically I am promoting Clemson and this specific department. Right, so you you basically can say I'm a salesman, you know, yeah. for for Clemson. I I think is 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 one of the, uh, off the top of my head something that I've I've thought about. I've done the similar approach because like Cy Forward or Clemson Forward, like if you I plug that initiative. <laughs> nice. And one of the things that they talk about is that they're trying to like I think it was a few years ago because again I was a senator with GSG and one of the people came and gave us mm. talked to us about how that initiative was supposed to work, but they're like we're trying to double our PhD population over the next six mm. years, right? Because we're, you know, we're now in R1 and we're trying to do X, Y, and Z to, to out, uh, increase our research output. So then in this thing, I was like, well, they want to double the PhD population. All the prospective candidates are going to be at this conference, and that's where I'll be. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so like, we'll be able to start recruiting some people. Right? And the people yeah. that you want applying to Clemson are the ones going to this conference. Right? Mm -hmm. So that's, then, that's, that's probably the strongest argument I've made. And then, and then in addition, you can tie it into your professional development. So you can say, you know, the next step is to be a postdoc and a postdoc at this other institution. Wherever I go next, I'm going to be coming from Clemson. So again, you tie Clemson into, you know, uh, I, I'll be able to take basically what I learned at Clemson and promote Clemson or, or the work that I do, the good work that I do at the next institution that I'm at, right? So I think that's another another twist you can put in is, is, is putting it into your professional development. Yeah. But I haven't written one of these, but one, one thing that comes to mind is if you're an RA, um, chances are that you're probably mentoring an undergrad, maybe a junior PhD student. And I think like going, <laughs> Dr. Anhold said this, that when you go to these poster sessions, the idea is to of course present your science and not the number of people who come to your poster, but success is determined by the kind of interactions that you have, right? And when you come back with these interactions, or even if a lot of these conferences have like professional development or some other workshop that you otherwise might not have access to, because the leaders are there, right? You can come back to Clemson and train your other mentees and, and bring certain skills to Clemson and use it for training of Clemson students. So I think that can, I don't know if that's been done or if that's maybe not again, it's against the, the rubric or whatever, but I think that can be a way that Clemson can benefit from from you know me going to a conference and, and getting money for for that as well, so well, I'm certain people have done that. Yeah. As a matter of fact, actually, sometimes people bring their undergrads to these conferences and a travel. You know, saying awesome. that in your travel grant, like, well, you know what? I got three undergrads in the oh, lab, really? and they're wow. all joining us on <laughs> on a CI, right? So nice. we're all just going. Um, How's yeah. that looked upon? Like, is it is it like a successful thing to do, or because it's literally training the next you know? Generation well, of scientists. If I saw that, it would be one of the strongest things I've seen in terms. Yeah. Because most of the time, the things we've talked about is what people will say, mm. yeah. right? Like we've, and you can tell, the listeners can tell, what's the hardest thing to write about because it's what we have centered. Like we've talked about professional development and academic advancement, and then we've spent like five minutes to ten minutes talking just about how does how do you sell this as a Clemson benefit, mm. you know, scenario, mm. right? Um, easily, if you say that you're bringing undergrads or in some way you have undergrads in your lab that are going to benefit from it, that would probably be one of the strongest cases yeah. I've ever seen. That's cool, yeah. And yeah. I've seen, what, like, what's eight times five? Uh, Forty. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen 40 of these things, right? So I have a good idea. Um, most people just say, well, you know, Clemson will be represented there. It's like, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's probably, I mean, I don't dig, it's ding true. you for you that. It's going there, right? Yeah, it's like, I don't, I don't ding you for that because it's like, what are you really supposed to say? But yeah, if you can say that you're bringing something back to the undergrads, Clemson's yeah. going to love that and it's going to be a really strong argument. So, yeah. 
But yeah, no, the, the travel grants are, are a really cool opportunity here at Clemson. You know, there's one in the fall, spring, and, and summer. Uh, $500 to $1,000, I think, is uh, my understanding. Yeah, it's $1,000 for international, $750 total for domestic. Oh, you know what? It is. Yeah. It is seven fifty. That is right. Yeah, that is yeah. right. No, I don't know why I had five hundred in my head. That's yeah. right. Seven fifty for domestic, and uh, yeah, there. Uh, it's a great program to have, and I think graduate students should really uh, take advantage of it, um, especially since it's uh, you know here in house, and uh, they really lay it out for you in terms of they want you to have these. Clemson wants you to travel and promote your research yeah. and promote Clemson, and so if you haven't, you know, talk to your advisor, talk to your you know. Uh, your lab mates, and, and you should definitely pursue as a graduate student um, these travel grants and, and go and present your research somewhere. Follow the rubric. Oh, it's also worth noting, <laughs> because we keep on talking about conferences, this can fund field research, too. It doesn't just have, <coughs> excuse me, doesn't just have to be for a conference. Um, I use this, like, I haven't gone to, I haven't used eight travel grants just to go to conferences, right? Like, half of those are going into the field to do field research. Like, I'm going to apply for one to go continue to collect tail tips from lizards to get genomics, right? Mm. So, uh, and it's not just for biology, it's not just for sciences. Like, uh, we've had people who were doing, like, public policy. They're like, I need to go travel to a prison in Texas for this study that I'm doing on prison conditions X, Y, and Z, but it's their field research, and it got funded, I'm pretty sure, because it was an extremely strong proposal. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, that's an important note. It's not just for traveling to conferences. It can also fund field research. And I know a lot, and it's, you know, whatever your research might be, if you're leaving Clemson, South Carolina, it counts as field research. Awesome. And now it looks like Prakrit's got a little uh, public service announcement that he'd like to make. Uh... So, yeah, if you are applying for this uh, summer 2023 graduate travel grant, you should uh, sign up for this hybrid reviewer workshop, which is on March the 9th from 5 to 6 p.m., so yeah, there's uh, the, these travel grants for the summer are due you know, March 1st to March 15th, and we highly recommend you uh, to apply to do your field research, to travel to a conference, or you know, develop yourself professionally. Yeah, and the event dates are May 12th through August 11th, so that's the period for which you're applying, right? Mm -hmm. Is that how it works? Yep, yep. exactly, okay. exactly. Awesome, well Matt, thanks for being on for uh, uh, helping chat about the, the, the GSG travel grants. It's been a real pleasure chatting with you today, and. Uh, for our listeners, thank you for listening. This is Scott. And this is Brockwood. And this is Breaking Silos.